Hi, I'm Dan from Desert Island Dicks, and this week we're going Taskmaster themed because the new series is here featuring Frankie Boyle, Ivo Graham, Jenny Eclair, May Martin, and our guest on this episode, Kyle Smith Bino. Uh, it was a pleasure having him on the podcast. We've been trying to get him on for ages. He's been in Stathlet's Flats, Live at the Moth Club, Ghosts, and much more. And now he gets to participate in what I think is probably the most fun show to make on telly taskmaster but here and now his only challenge was to think of the worst people and things to be stuck on an island with and he did a very good job indeed as you'll hear very shortly actually i'm going to save the rest of what i have to say until the end so you can just hear how he got on now Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today from Stathlet's Flats, Dreamland, Ghosts and soon to be appearing on the new series of Taskmaster, it's Kyle Smith Bino. How are you doing? That's a lovely intro, that. I'll keep that one. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. It's great to have you on here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of fun. Little bit of laughs, yeah, on a, on a podcast. I mean, we were just saying before we started recording, you're on so many brilliant things at the minute, so it's taken us a little while to, to set this up, but I'm really glad we've we've made it happen. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, there's, um, there's a few bits going around. I'm juggling a couple of bits, but um, yeah, I really wanted to do this, so I'm glad we made it happen. Totally. Now, we're about to sort of have you on a desert island after a plane crash. You know, we're going to be talking about the worst people and things that you could be faced with. I mean, is this an easy task for you? Do you find it easy to make a list of people and things you can't stand? Yeah, because I'm quite annoyed by most things. (laughs) Um, So I do find it quite easy. I am very laid back on the surface, and I get that from my dad. But my mum is probably the most highly strong person I've ever met. <laughs> so there is a bit of both. There's a bit of yin and yang deep within my um, blood. But I would say I'm most like my dad on the outside, but inside I'm fuming at everything. If you have that balance where on the surface you're quite calm and then when you do get really angry, it gives it a lot more impact, doesn't it? And somebody's just sounding off all the time. Like yes. when you get angry, people probably listen a lot more. Yeah, but it doesn't, it really happens. I say... Um, I'm angry on the outside, maybe once a year. That's pretty good. It's the same amount that I drink coffee. <laughs> so it might have something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, look, well, let's just start. Who's going to be the first person joining you on the island? This one's really easy. Mm-hmm. The Go Compare Man. Right, okay, okay. But not the character. Oh, the actual man. The actual man. Right. Right. And is this based on experience? This is based on the Go Compare adverts. Okay. And I'm not talking about the old ones with the opera singer. I'm talking about the new ones where he's explaining that he's the the opera singer who actually sings opera in real life and now interacts with his character. I hate it. <laughs> I think it's the worst thing on television. <laughs> what the hell is this guy doing? He's obviously made like loads of money and maybe it wasn't what he set out to do when he went to drama school if he went to drama school 
but he's made loads of money. He's successful. He's regularly on TV. And one day he decided, I do not think at all that this was the brand's idea. I think it was his idea that he was like, right, I've shown, I've been, I've played this character for too long and I need to show that I'm more than just this character. So I should be myself interacting with this character and explaining that I am more than just the Go Compare man. Get fucked! <laughs> Everyone loves the Go Compare guy. <laughs> I hate it. Every time I see that advert, I, I literally, whatever I'm watching, I want to turn the TV off. I want to turn the whole TV off by the mains. Mm, yeah. I don't blame him for being... Because I think there can't be that many jobs for opera singers, right? Hmm. Like, it must be really competitive. It must be a really small world. Because it's not like it's like you get operas on telly or anything. So it must be, like, quite a niche thing. So, you know, if something like this comes along where you've got guaranteed work for, like, what, 10 years or something? Yeah. Or, like, on, on every channel. I mean, it must be a really good gig. Yeah. So I don't begrudge him that. But I think you're right. It must be a point where he goes, oh, you know, because I think he launched a CD and stuff. And he's like, oh, you know, I kind of want people to take me seriously in my own right. And they're like, no, but we really have built everything around this. We really need you. Oh, yeah. So how about this? Here's an alternative, like you say. And, and he's just sort of gone with it. But, like... I don't want this sort of like breaking the fourth wall kind of. No, no, I don't. I do not want that. Get it off my TV immediately. I mean, I know who the voice is who does the meerkats, you know, on the on the compare the market yes. thing, but I don't want him turning up. You know? I never want to see that guy's face. Don't ever. Look, if I saw him, I'm sure he'd be a lovely man. I do not want to see him interacting with his character of the meerkats saying, hi, it's me. I voice the meerkats. Get back in the meerkat hole. What do meerkats live in? Tents. Get back <laughs> in the meerkat tent. <laughs> yeah. And I understand it. I mean, I've done I've done voice work where sometimes you're not allowed to say that you that it's you. And I also understand that being sort of anonymous is quite annoying because everyone knows a go from bear man and doesn't know the actor. Keep it that way. I mean, I would have thought that for his point of view, it would be better if people didn't think they were the same person because then you could still be in opera without going to the opera for a classy evening and then be like, isn't that the Go Compare guy? Literally everyone in the audience whispering, you know, that's the guy from Go Compare. Yeah. From what? From from Compare to Makers? No, that's the other guy. <laughs> Go Compare. Someone turned around, shh. What do you mean, shush? That's a Go Compare guy. Oh my gosh, is it really? <laughs> that's what will be going on there. Because by, by showing people who he is no one's going to be like well i've loved your work on go compare so now i know where to find you what else can you do <laughs> yeah yeah now i'm going to buy your cd based on that bullshit it's really weird i mean if you were stuck on an island with just the character of the go compare man it would be pretty tiring because he'd constantly be bursting into the song oh sure but i imagine that he's quite wacky um he looks to me like he enjoys physical comedy he also seems quite jaunty. All of these things are things that I like. Mm. What I don't like is explanations. <laughs> don't, don't explain stuff to me. Let me just look at it and take it for what it is. Imagine if the 118 men started going like, well, we're not actually, um, <laughs> we, we don't actually wear these the wigs and, and these moustaches. This is what we look like. And um, I'm quite into drum and bass or something. Like, <laughs> no, I don't care. The 118 men, they came and they left and some people, the people who know, know, and the people who don't, don't. And that's amazing from them. And I think that more people should follow in those footsteps. Yeah.
Yeah, definitely. But like I say, I don't think anyone has a problem with an opera singer getting like, extra money on the side, and especially the amounts involved. I reckon it's going to be a good gig getting that job, so fair enough, just take it. But yeah, mm. I think there's something about that him just kind of constantly being like, no, but I'm valid, I'm valid. And you're like, you would have been if you kept them separately, you know, like you'd still be an opera singer over here and the man with the wacky moustache over here. Yeah. But I don't need to see you like living out your sort of, you know, your real persona as part of an advert whilst you're trying to sell me car insurances. No, thank you. I forgot that that's what it's for, car insurance. Oh, yeah. It makes it so weird that there's this other layer. And don't they do it so that now... It's I've just I switch off so easily when I see this stuff now. Like I don't even really notice it. But isn't it that like now the go compare guy, like the character does one aspect of their offering, and then the real version of him does like the website or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all really bad news. <laughs> I might go on YouTube and dislike all of their videos. <laughs> We've got to pass the time somehow. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, he's on the island with you. Who's gonna Who's gonna join the two of you? Who's next? The next person is my old history teacher, Mrs. Simpson. And look, let me just be honest from the start. Daniel, she was a real bitch. <laughs> I hated her. I hated her from the start. I hated her till the end. Um, I sometimes, even now, I'm 30. How old am I? 34. And I left school almost 20 years ago. And I still think... What's the worst thing she would have done if I had egged her car? It wouldn't have been that bad. If I'd have put a potato in her exhaust, <laughs> it wouldn't have been that bad. Yeah, sure, I would have got told off, but that's it. I wish I'd done it. Yeah, because now if you go and do it, <laughs> the consequences are a lot higher. Oh, yeah, definitely. They could throw me in the slammer. <laughs> but I wish I'd done it then. Or worse, put super glue on her steering wheel. Something along those lines. Those are, these are all very car related. Hang on, let me think of something else. <laughs> um, filled her shoes with porridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, something, something really, some a, a major inconvenience. Mm. But I didn't do it, and uh, it's one of my deepest regrets. Fair enough. Was it the subject or the way she taught it, or like a whole combination it was of her things? Fucking attitude. <laughs> her attitude stank. It reeked. She was so rude. You know, there were some teachers that like tried to use rudeness to get uh, you on side, kind of. And it, sometimes it'll work. But she wasn't young enough for it to work. Hmm. Or like, she didn't have a sort of um, enjoyable side. You know, like, some of the teachers that were really rude could also be like quite fun. Uh, and it was like two sides to them. And you didn't know which one was going to come out, but she was just a straight up bitch from the start. And I got suspended uh, in school for a um, lunch token racket that I won't go into, but it was um, real profitable. And I got suspended and came back to school. And I remember her asking me a question in history and I got the answer wrong. And her response, instead of just being like, no, incorrect, going to the next person, she went, I don't know why they let you back in this school. Oh, wow. Get porridge in that bitch's shoes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Because that's like, I mean, you've you've served your time. You've been suspended. Like, you've got back in. Like, you can't say I that. I did the crime. Say. I did the time. Don't come out and start giving sly digs in front of the rest of the class. They're like, oh. Man. Oh, 
Yeah, that is mean. That is really mean. As a teacher, that's the very least you have to do is sort of pretend to stay neutral, but they're so bad at it sometimes, you know? Yeah. I wish that I had uh, found out where she lived and confiscated all of her remote controls and also taken all the light bulbs out of her lamps. That's good. Hit them where it hurts. You need to think, I wish I had a different teacher, any teacher. And they're probably thinking yeah. the same thing. Like, I wish this kid was out of my class. And I just think sometimes sure. there should be like a like a safe word. You can just, you know, have a little summit and just say, look. Like a transfer system. Yeah, should we just end this? Because it's not working for either of us. Yeah. It is you. It is me. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just call this quits and I'll go and just do something else or even just do another subject or something. Oh, man. I wish. So bringing that energy onto the island with you. I'd be fuming every day. I'd look like the angry emoji. Mm. I'd just go around with my, my eyebrows so diagonal. <laughs> what annoys me so much as well is it's like with bad teeth, because obviously you remember the good ones, but I think you remember the bad ones maybe even more. Mm. And they've probably forgotten us because they've got, you know, however many students each year. Yeah. They could have just completely forgotten about us and we're still sitting there getting a fucking bastards can't believe they said that as grown-ups oh yeah big time she's sort of my go-to when I, when anyone asks me who i hate still and i mean i stopped doing history in year nine because i didn't do it for um gcse so i mean i haven't been taught by this bitch since 2003 20 years it's a 20-year anniversary get her out of here <laughs> You'll be able to fill her shoes with a lot of weird stuff on the island, though. So maybe that will be a nice activity. Anything I can find. I mean, if we're being honest, she probably wouldn't have shoes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Mrs. Simpson joins you and the Go Compare guy, but not in character. And uh, who's the final person going to be? There's two options here. Okay. There's either the girl who's at the door of a club with a clipboard. Mm-hmm. Or the girl in the club that takes your hat off your head. Right. <laughs> okay. Which one's more annoying? I don't know which one's more annoying. I've probably had the similar amount, the same amount of interactions with both. For every clipboard girl, there's a girl inside who wants your hat on her head. <laughs> um, and I hate them equally. Oh, so you mean like a sort of a punter who just thinks, oh, let me try your hat on. Like, not like someone yeah. going, oh, you're not allowed to wear your hat in this club kind of thing. No, no, no. Someone who wants to grab your hat off your head and put it on them. Okay. All right. Well, look, we this is an open forum. We can discuss the pros and cons of each or maybe just the cons. I think it's just cons. I mean, I'd like to see them two fight. The girl with the clipboard would probably win as she has a prop. Mm -hmm. um, so it may not be a fair fight, but I guess the girl with the clipboard isn't always going to turn you away. Sometimes they're just going to be a bitch and then eventually let you in. Mm. Whereas the girl who takes your hat is always annoying. There's no nice way to take my hat off my head and put it on yours. Yeah. Generally, my sort of rule is if there's someone with a, you know, if it's the sort of establishment that requires someone with a clipboard, it's not generally for me. Okay, sure. You know what I mean? So it's been a while since I've attempted to get access to these sort of places. But I remember being turned away from this place in central London by someone and like she took such pleasure in it. And I just thought, you know, like this isn't your club. Like it's not your party. Like you just sort of work here. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. are you getting out of this? It's not like, well, my party is so exclusive. You can't come in straight from work with your trainers on. And I just thought like, why are you enjoying this? It's such a weird... Yeah. And that that really stings when they're like that. You just think, I'm glad. I don't want to be in here. This is good. This has saved me an evening paying way too much for drinks now. So, 
There's a saying that I've only heard come from Asian boys in my area, mm-hmm. which is used when someone is driving uh, either slowly or like hogging the road or something like that. And they say, he's acting like it's his dad's road. <laughs> uh, and I love that. And um, I don't know why it's so specific to one demographic, but that's that's the, the, that's the only group of people I've heard say it. <laughs> and that is how I feel about those people. Yeah. They're acting like it's their dad's road and uh, road being club. <laughs> so they're annoying for the sort of power dynamic and just the sort of, I don't know, they're sort of looking you up and down nature of their, their job. You know, when you're just trying to have a good night out and you just want to go and, you know, just get loose with your friends and they're yeah. sort of giving, making you go for this thing. The, someone stealing your hat is just, I mean, that's just annoying. You don't know what your hair is like underneath. You yeah. might have put it on because you haven't had time to sort your hair out or your hair might be a bit off because you've been wearing a hat for a long time. Yeah, there's plenty of reasons. And I have my reasons, but it's entitled and it makes me sick. I mean, imagine doing it with any other item of clothing. It's insane. I mean, imagine like taking a girl's shoes off. That's crazy. (laughs) I've never thought of that, and I'm glad I now have. It's the same thing. It doesn't stop. Even as you get older, it's sort of the amount of times you have to dodge a hand that's going for your going for the peak of your hat. Mm. Get off. I suppose it's a sort of like, it's one of those kind of school ground flirty things, isn't it? Almost, I suppose. Yeah. Like a sort of, yeah, a bit. And that's quite crap in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I've decided actually that, that girl's worse than the girl with the clipboard. Okay. Cause I suppose on the one hand, you're like, well, in a way, you could see it as a flirty move, but also it's going to make you so angry. It's like, it's the last person you're going to want to have chatting you up because they've annoyed yeah. you yeah. so much. Massively. Okay, cool. Well, look, you're on a desert island. You've got the the real life go compare man. You've got your awful ex history teacher, and someone's nicking your hat all the time. So that's pretty annoying. So you've got a good set up there, and I can see you know listeners won't be able to see the, the expression on your face, but I can tell like just the idea of this is paining you slightly. So yeah, it stressed me out. But it's testament to how well you're doing already. So you know. Now, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Can I give you a list? Sure, yeah. Lemon, lime, peas, beans, beetroot. (laughs) Okay, okay, right. Um, We could sort of make a little bento box out of this and just give you a sort of a, a weird combination meal. Well, look, look, I want to hear your, your 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 thoughts on this. So, lemon and lime. So, a citrus thing isn't going down well. Disgusting, horrible. Stop putting it in my drinks. Stop putting it in my cocktails. Stop um, telling me that the bartender could make it without lime, but would prefer not to. <laughs> Just fucking get it away from me. So, I mean, given that you hate it in drinks alone, so I mean, a, a lemon cake or something like that would be like the worst thing. Then the amount of times that I've gone to uh, perhaps an office uh, on the off chance that I'm right in there or I'm coming for a meeting or a fitting or something like that. And they're like, oh, it's um, it's Sarah's birthday. We've got some cake, we like some cake. And I go, oh, that looks really nice. Is it lemon? Yes. Why? Why are all cakes lemon now? <laughs> what happened to birthday cake? Victoria sponge. A little bit of jam in it. <laughs> 
What's happened to that? Why is it da- like? Is it extinct? Everyone's got lemon cake. It's a good point, actually. I haven't I haven't seen a Victoria sponge in a long time. Cupcakes. When people got cupcakes, bring cupcakes in. Oh, my agent sent in some cupcakes on, to set. Oh, nice. You never think that lemon that, that the cupcake's going to be lemon, and it is. <laughs> Even the smell of lemon and lime, I I, I really don't like. Um, quite a lot of uh, washing up liquid is uh, automatically lemon flavored. Dishwasher tablets sort of have a lemon default. Mm-hmm. Air fresheners sometimes are like your go-to lemon lemon flavor. Zest. <laughs> all that bullshit. <laughs> it's not what I like at all in any way. Okay, interesting. I do think it's an, an interesting choice, but it is your choice, and I think that's that's fair enough. And also, I mean, it'd be a crap food to be stuck with on a on a desert island because even if you like it, it's very much uh, uh, you know a side player rather than you know the main event. So, but what were you? What else? You had peas and beetroot and beans. Peas and beans. So I don't like any peas or beans. I mean, I guess they're kind of the same thing, apart from baked beans. Sorry, but I make an exception. I do like baked beans, maybe because they're not as hard as peas or kidney beans or something else. Maybe that's not true. Um, when I was younger, I used to swallow my peas and or beans whole. Wow. Because they were part of my dinner and my mum was like, if you don't eat all your dinner, then you can't have jelly and ice cream. So I used to swallow them whole, uh, used to that. I'm also now, well, as I got older and realized that I didn't have to um, please my mother by uh, finishing what was on my plate, I would learn to pick them out. So I can pick them out real quick. It's actually disgusting how quickly I can pick out peas from um, a plate. It's embarrassing how quickly I can do it. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I suppose peas seem slightly more innocuous than beans. I can sort of understand. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan, but there is a sort of a pasty substance to them that I think can... I think it's bullshit. <laughs> Especially when people get mushy peas with their like fish and chips, for example. Mm. Mushy peas. That's the worst bit about them, the mush. <laughs> yeah, I think in that context it's more of like a sauce than a, a than a vegetable, isn't it? It's more like a condiment. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I do wonder if fish and chips were invented today. I think people would probably invent something better than that to go with them. You know, I think it feels like something that was invented when there wasn't that much choice. Yeah, spaghetti hoops. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I think because you've you've been in a plane crash, we're going to just give you like one of those plane trays with little compartments so that you can have all of these things. Fuck. And then the final thing is some nice beetroot there. Of all your choices, this is the one I'm with you on the most. I mean, I find beetroot just unfathomable. what's, What's your feelings on it? It stinks. If you get it on your hands, it fucking stains. It gets it stains your clothes. It stinks. It tastes disgusting. It stinks. It's also called beetroot, which is like a, just a horrible name for a thing. Imagine like a child called beetroot. <laughs> like people use like Gertrude as a comedy name to be like, oh yeah, that ugly girl in school that fancies me, Gertrude. It's like it's the same. It's beetroot. It's beetroot to to a Gertrude. <laughs> it's bad stuff, man. It's got to go. What food is purple? That's insane for a food to be purple. People always talk about like blue being the most like unnatural color for a food. But I'll take I'll take blue over purple food any day. Apart from red onions. Don't mind them. <laughs> I think the beetroot is one of those where 
like you said, you know, peas, you can pick them out, right? They're not, they're mm. not bleeding internally, but beetroot, like yeah. that's anywhere on your plate, you're tasting it. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a, it's such a strong taste as well. That was another thing that like my mum used to put on my plate because she'd be like, it's good for you. I think that one she sort of, she accepted because she was like, this guy really hates this. <laughs> and it's like, she could see that I was like, doing something with the peas she didn't i don't think she knew that i was swallowing them whole but um the the beetroot she was like sort of like no fair enough and let it go but i'm glad that that's out of my life for abs yeah yeah in australia they're really into putting it in burgers and there's been a few times i've been there and i've seen a, the picture of it and it's just assumed it's like a slice of bacon in there or something because you just see a little red slice and i thought and then it'll arrive and you try and pick it out but it's too late it's all infected the rest of it that's evil cruel and wicked they're so into it you go to mcdonald's in australia they have something called the Ozburger. And the Osberger, the differentiating factor is it's got beetroot in it. That's their fucking national thing. Like, oh, we love beetroot on our burgers. So much so that McDonald's has given us our own thing. Oh, Ronald McDonald will be turning in his grave. (laughs) In his little clown grave where there's like eight other clowns in there. tiny one that's bad man <laughs> yeah all right well look you've got a lovely selection of foods there what are you going to wash it down with what's your crappy drink choice gin okay because gin's basically beetroot isn't it <laughs> i think it's the same thing it's probably made out gin's made out beetroot beetroot's made out gin it's the same thing what is that taste i remember i tasted it once for the first time and i was like this is like drinking soil or something <laughs> what is that it's one of those things that I find it mad that in the old days people used to drink it neat, you know? Whereas nowadays, I think, yeah, obviously with tonic and like, you know, obviously Snoop likes it with juice. But um, I even tried that. I tried it because I thought it would be cool. It's not cool. It fucking stinks. <laughs> it's got a real aftershavey taste to it, hasn't it? Oh, man. I've only ever had it. I've had it twice. I had it once and I was like, nope, never. And then when I worked at the Taste of London Food Festival, maybe 2015, I went past a gin stall and the guy like sort of offered me some and I was like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> and he was, he was like, no, you haven't tried them all. When was the last time you tried them? And then we like had this conversation and he was like, well, how about um, a flavored gin? Would you, do you think you'd be interested in that? And I was like, I really think it's bad stuff. And he was like, this is our most popular gin and people have actually been putting on disguises to try and come back and get samples of them because it's so nice. <laughs> and I was like, all right, go on, I'll taste it. And it was toffee gin. Right. Look, I'll say here on this podcast, it's not the worst thing I've ever had. But do I want some more? Am I going to go and put on a glasses and moustache combo to try and get some more? Ain't no way, baby. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing is with gin recently is like there's a lot of bullshit around it. So it's like, it, you know, it is just a spirit. In recent years, it's like this sort of artisanal thing with like some guy wearing a waistcoat and has a waxy moustache and it's a bit old timey. And it's like mm. there's mm. a lot of like bullshit around it. And I'm like, where did this come from? And if you order it in a pub, it comes in a giant bowl now yeah like i don't want to hold that i just want a normal drink also they have gin bars i feel like there's more gin bars than anything else i mean apart from wine of course but i feel like that's the only spirit that gets its own bar yeah i don't know when this this became thing but it's just so sort of like 
oh, there's a man in a tweed in a tweed waistcoat, and he's got his sleeves rolled up with those little silver things holding his sleeves up, and they're like, and his moustache is all twiddly, and it's like, what's with this and the gin? It's like, oh, quintessentially English gin, yeah. and it's, I yeah. don't need that. <laughs> and somehow his name is also Horatio, and it's like, how is your, how does your name match what you look like? <laughs> Have you got this personality because of your name, or is it the other way around? I was. You're born with his waistcoat on, and then your parents thought, oh, "We know." <laughs> <laughs> I've got just the name. Yeah, I'm not into that in any way. Okay, fair enough. Well, I think you've you've uh, put forward very good arguments for your food and drink choices. So, fair enough. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Now, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? I don't know if I can safely say that this is my least favourite film, because the way I feel about it is the same way I feel about when I read like the instruction manual of something really complicated. I watched this whole film and I didn't have a fucking clue what happened. <laughs> I don't know what, what anyone was talking about. I don't know who anyone was to the other person. I don't know anything about it. I watched all of it. The Black Dahlia. Okay, okay. I haven't seen that one. But... It's Josh Hartnett and I think Scarlett Johansson's in it. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, if someone put a gun to my head and said, explain one thing about that film, I'd be like, uh, 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 we're sitting maybe uh, the 1920s, but also maybe the 1960s. That's all I've got. <laughs> I don't know a damn thing about this film. And I can't believe that I watched, I watched all of it beginning to end and still like, I was like, I've got nothing. I don't even know. I don't even know what, who, I don't know anyone's name. I don't know what they do. I don't know what, they've done how they know each other i found it really tough and so was it just like the the plot is complicated or the way it's the way it's filmed is, is there lots of sort of weird flashing between i cannot tell you <laughs> i don't know if the plot is complicated because i didn't understand what the plot was i didn't understand if it was like was it too easy was it too complicated was it what's the plot which bit of it's the plot it's so annoying when there's films like that because you end up afterwards you're like well I don't know what the fuck just happened. The only way to find it out is to then like go on Wikipedia or like go on the internet, start Googling it. And then you're like, why should I have, like the film's finished. Why have I got I to do this work now? Yeah, like if you can't tell me what it's about whilst I'm watching it, I don't want to sit here and go, oh, that's why the guy was in the cupboard. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had that with Tenet and then my wife's sort of trying to find out like work out how it works and then explain it to me. And I'm just like, look, I'm done now. It's, I'm about to go to bed. I just want to cleanse my palate with something else and, and, and try and sort of move on from this experience, you know? Yeah, I'm, I agree uh, about Tenet because I watched all of it and I was like, nope, no idea. And um, then I saw people talking about it on Twitter and I was like, 
as if you've made that shit up. And then one of my boys, because I, I posted it on um, my Instagram saying, like, not a clue what's happening. And there's no way the actors did either. And my boy was like, no, man, I can explain it to you. It's easy. I was like, get away from me. Don't <laughs> explain anything. To, I don't want to fucking hear it. Do not make a film that complicated. Yeah. But the difference with Tenet and Black Dahlia is that, like, with Tenet, there were some bits that I watched. That I was like, yeah, pretty cool. Like him fighting himself or was he fighting himself or fighting the the old version of him or something like that. And I was like, okay, there's a fight scene. And I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm. Whereas Black Dahlia, I'm like, that guy's got a tie on. <laughs> I think it's a tie. Is it? A t- it could be a towel. I mean, maybe if I went back and watched it now, I I might understand, or it might even be really easy to understand. Or I might have just been a fucking idiot on that day. But um, I'm not. I'm not going to try and find out. Yeah, I mean, it's almost sometimes worse just having someone patiently explaining it to you as well. Like, imagine you there and your history teacher's <laughs> sitting again. Well, actually, I think if you paid more attention, you'd notice that it was actually about this. And uh, thematically, oh, you can see that, you know, imagine how I can imagine her doing that as well. And it's the only film you've got to watch. Ah, oh, awful. And um, what would your song choice be? Any Love Island cover of a song. Okay. They do this thing on Love Island where they they cover the song, but they try and make it as dramatic as possible. Mm. It's bad stuff, man. I, I mean, surely Love Island have got enough money to get clearance for the real versions. They've just got someone singing like this, like extra extra slow version and enunciating every single syllable and every word. Mm. It's my hell. <laughs> Any of them. Any song that they use, I want to like create a petition against it. <laughs> There's always that moment, isn't there, where something starts off and you're watching it and you and you just think it's like some general library music to fit a scene, and then you go, "Wait a minute, that's that's uh, Dancing Queen by ABBA." <laughs> 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 yeah. Like what? Yes. Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, but slow down and like, how do we t- do? We turn the breathiness up on this one. Oh, so breathy. Like they've recorded it in, they've got inside the the microphone and like they're whispering it out of the microphone. Horrible. My favorite one of those was McDonald's had an advert about how it was open at night and you could, you know, get McDonald's any time of night. And it had that, you know, that uh, sort of poppy dance tune, like this is the rhythm of the night. Oh, yeah. But they did that in a breathy thing. So it's like, you know, it's like, and you get like a nurse coming home, getting a coffee on her way back, or like a man whose <laughs> wife is pregnant and he has to run out and get her some chips to dip in a milkshake because she's pregnant. She's got weird cravings. And it's like, this is the rhythm of the Oh, night. no. Oh. If that came on right after the Go Compare advert, it's Smash the TV time. <laughs> is it worse if it's a song you already liked or one that you hated before? Oh, yeah, know. yeah, definitely. If one is just one that you liked. Because if it's one that you hated, you were like, oh, it's a different version of the song. And I like, you've got an opportunity to to like it. And then obviously you don't, but you had an opportunity to. If it's a song that you really like and they're just butchering it by like inhaling all over it, <laughs> then you're like, get, stop it, stop it, stop what you're doing, stop it, get off, get off my thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that would drive me. Get off me. my hat, give me my hat back. <laughs> it's, like, it's the same feeling of a girl, the girl taking your hat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think that sort of thing would be a nightmare to be stuck with on the island. So, yeah, good choice. Good choice. Okay, well, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? 
cat. A cat, okay. What's your beef with cats? I've never met a cat that wasn't a prick. I'm allergic to cats. Um, I think they make some of the worst noises I've ever heard, <laughs> and that includes foxes. You can't prove to me that cats aren't evil. <laughs> I've seen, like, people put up videos of, like, look at this funny thing that my cat did, and it's like your cat punched your child in the face. And people are like, oh, no. My cat has punched my child in the face. See? <laughs> that, yeah. no. Get them, get them all in the bin. Remember that woman that put the cat in a bin? <laughs> get her back. Get her around. <laughs> get her around. Pop some, pop more cats in more bins. <laughs> well, I don't know if that slogan's going to get you elected, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a starting if point. I, no, if I take out the get, and that could be a good slogan, I just go, more cats, more bins. And then some people, you get all the people who like cats, all the people whose rubbish workforce have gone on strike, and they they like they join together and they think I'm saying that I'm for both of those things. Mm. Um, and actually, I'm only for one of them, and only <laughs> when they've got cats in. <laughs> I think one thing about, and I say this as a cat owner, I think one thing about having an island overrun with cats is that the things that cats hate the most is other cats. Mm. So if you've got an island full of them, they're just going to be fighting. Like, even, I mean, humans, you could say, like, the worst of humanity. We've done a lot of killing of each other over the years. But cats mm. fucking hate cats. It's like, it doesn't, oh, I don't badly. know how they even manage to reproduce. Like, nothing will make my cat more annoyed than seeing another cat. Like, I saw him sitting at the window once and he was furious because there was another cat in the street. And this cat was crossing the road in the middle of the night and just stopped halfway, like, in the middle of the road to stare at my cat in the window and they're having this face off. I'm like, you're upstairs in a in house. You're on the street. Like, get over it. What are you doing? You know what he was doing? That cat he was acting like it was his dad's road. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love my cat, but he's definitely a prick quite a lot of the time. I'm glad you know. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I think you've done a really good job of putting together a, a lovely, varied assortment of, of people and things that's going to make your life on the island a real misery. So, um, you know, you've done a good job here. You've done something good here today. Thanks. I really hope the pilot um, doesn't crash. Yeah. And, and I feel like maybe this might be one of the times in the year that you've been angry. So I feel it's partly my fault. So I do apologize. But um, hey, look, let's change the subject and let's talk about some good things, like all the cool stuff that you're in at the minute. Like, So you, uh, as this episode is going out, you're about to be in the new series of Taskmaster. Yeah, that starts next Thursday, 30th of March. Uh, that's really exciting. I've seen a little bit of it and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm up to. It's insane to see myself behave like such a maniac. <laughs> Is it as fun as we all kind of imagine it to be? It's even more fun. It's even more fun than you can imagine. It's oh, incredible. Man. But what the hell is this guy up to? <laughs> that's what I want to know about myself. So yeah, that's great. Um, I've got Dreamland coming out on the 6th of April on Sky, um, which was really fun to do. We, did, we had uh, three weeks in Margate filming it and three weeks in London um, with a great cast, great um team behind it it was just really fun um and also we were in margate and i got to see the sunset every day which um you don't get that in filming in an estate agent mate <laughs> so yeah that was great um and then i've got a couple other bits coming out later on in the year but i don't know when mm -hmm. 
Um, so I won't mention them. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> but we can catch up with ghosts and Stathlet's flats as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of very fine opportunities to watch you at work. Yeah, man. Oh, brilliant. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a real pleasure, and um, I'm glad we've got to make it happen. It was nice to, uh, nice to vent. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Nice one, mate. There you go. That was Kyle Smith Bino. And uh, thanks to him for coming on the show. And I'm looking forward to seeing him in Taskmaster. I realise that basically that's sort of my new ambition is to one day be on Taskmaster. But I don't really think you get there by just doing a podcast. But anyway, you got a dream. Anyway, that aside, thank you for downloading and listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. And we would appreciate it even more if you could spare the time to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And um, yeah, and don't forget to subscribe. And that way you'll get all the dicks into your inbox. Inbox? On your phone? Whatever. You'll never miss an episode. That's what I'm trying to say. You'll never miss an episode if you subscribe. So do that. It would be lovely if you could. And uh, Desert Island Dicks, as ever, is a Sync Clap production. It was created and produced by James Deacon. It was produced and presented by me, Dan Benedictus. It was expertly edited by the wonderful Chris Attaway. And thank you, as always, to John Deacon for your support and help over the years. I think that's it now, so I'm going to leave you. We'll be back with more dicks very shortly, so don't touch that dial, even though there is no such thing in the podcasting format. Just keep listening to Desert Island Dicks, really. That's what I've got to say. All right, cheers. Bye.